Good morning. You're listening to Questions of Faith on Radio Maria. And I'm Father Toby, priest director, with you live from our London studio. And uh, and thank you very much to all those who've uh, sent in uh, questions in advance today. Um, just a reminder that, that you are... Uh, free to to call in with any any questions you you may have and when we go to our our first music break we'll give you the the number for that but it's uh it's always good to keep me on my toes by having live questions as well as ones that i've had a little bit of a chance to consider beforehand um but let's begin as always with a prayer heavenly father we thank you for the gift of this day we ask that everything we do this day might give glory to you. We ask that we might always be attentive to your voice. And we ask that that in this program, we might come to a, a deeper understanding of, of who you are and what you desire from us, and that we might go forth from it better able to, to bring the, the good news of your love for us to all those who, who desire to know you so badly but maybe do not know where to look and ask especially the intercession of of our lady seat of wisdom in this program as we pray hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen so our first uh, question today is an, an email received from James who writes, I'm a Roman Catholic by birth. I now attend an Anglo-Catholic church in London. I've always been drawn to its reverential worship and music. The sermons are excellent and the congregation has Roman Catholics as well as high Anglicans and other Christians too. I would gladly attend an ordinary church, but none is near my home. I simply find the Roman church has abandoned its tradition and its preaching is below standard with few exceptions. I always feel I should return to my roots, but feel unable to do so. This new synod deeply worries me also. Your thoughts gratefully received. James. Well, thank you very much for that uh, question, James, uh, there's a, a lot um, in in there. Um, I'm sort of friendly with a, a number of sort of Anglo-Catholics, and I also know a, a great number of um, Anglo Anglo-Catholics who um, have become uh, Rome, Roman Catholics, and there are quite a quite a number of of priests in the in the Dominican province in England who used to used to be anglo-catholics and 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 the the worship and the and the the music in the sort of anglo-catholic church in england is a is a strong and beautiful tradition and and uh, and an important um thing i think it's always worth remembering that sort of worship is designed to the the point of worship is to is to give praise to god and to uh and to lead us, <laughs> to lead us um, towards towards God, um, and but worship is is not a sort of that there can be a danger sometimes that oh, that we get into worshiping oh, the, uh, the 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 worship, and um, some yeah, but more much sort of Catholic worship isn't as reverential as it as it should be. Um, and that's and that's a problem uh, that we need to to address, and I, and I pray is is being addressed. But nonetheless, the the reality remains that, that what is what is received in 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 Catholic uh, mass um, in communion with Rome is is the fullness of the sacramental life, and. Uh, the sort of the guarantor of of receiving sort of Christ truly in the in in the Eucharist, and with sort of Anglo Catholics being not in communion with Rome, and with their their priests um, not being ordained uh, according to the 
the right of the the, the Catholic the Catholic Church, um, and with the sort First of apostolic of succession uh, often having been uh, lost, Matthew no gar guarantee of that. Of that the uh, the, the sacramental the fullness that, that's to proper to to, to, to Catholic life is not and to the whole nation is not is not there, and that is a, a real problem. However, sort of excellent Simon, the the the, ser the, ser the sermons. And to the Jewish nation, and so I, I would encourage you to to sort of come of come back to the to the, the Catholic Church with all the the, the, the faults and the, and the, and the problems that there are to to help build up the priest where necessary, sort of give give helpful um, constructive criticism about about preaching, intending to landing in the country. And, and to sort of be, be part of the part of the change um, that's necessary in the in the in the Catholic Church, as opposed to sort of waiting waiting for the change to happen before you come back on board, because the communion with Rome is really really important. It it really really matters um, with regards to the to, to the to the synod. That in, whenever you in, engage in a in a listening exercise, and if you and if you seek to engage in a in a listening exercise with the whole of the church, um, in some ways that that is a a risky undertaking in in terms of you know what we might hear. But I think we have to. I I trust in the in the guidance of the of the holy of the Holy Spirit, um, and I would be more worried if I was. Uh, Honest about the the things that will be said in the in the general synod of the of the Anglican Church, um, which is what the Anglo-Catholic Church belongs to, and I think you will be hearing a, a lot more things uh, discussed there, and a lot of things which are, which are clearly contrary to the 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 clear and, and constant teaching of the of the Christian of the Christian of the Christian faith and however much the sort of the Anglo-Catholic Church sort of you know tries to carve out a, a, a space um within the within the Anglican communion it is nonetheless the fact that it belongs to the Anglican communion and is and is not in communion with Rome and to sort of Anglo-Catholics Anglo I would point out the fact that it's quite possible for, for them to have a, an Anglican church down the road where they don't believe I know some Anglo-Catholic priests where they don't believe that their Anglican sort of priest colleague down the road has been validly ordained. They don't believe that the, the sacraments being offered in the Anglican church down the road are are, are valid. Um, and that damages the, the, the nature of the ecclesial communion however bad the preaching might be on occasion in the catholic church nonetheless by communion with rome we have that oneness which christ desires when he when he prays to the father that we we all might be one so yes the church is always in need of of reforming it's constantly um reforming but the, i firmly believe that the the sort of Holy Roman Catholic Apostolic Church is is the one true church, and uh, and I would invite anybody into it, and and caution particularly somebody who's who's baptized Catholic from from attending an, an Anglo Catholic church, however excellent they find the the worship. I appreciate there's a lot in that, and uh, and even actually as I've I've given this answer, I've not answered as as well as I would like. I'd I'd encourage. You, if if you want to discuss this with me me further, please do do contact me um, via email through uh, through the the Radio Maria website, and we can we can have further discussions on this, or or, or call in uh, with your various questions. Um, that's now probably after that very long, slightly rambling answer, a good time to go to uh, a, a music break, and we'll be back with you very shortly with um, some good questions about Mary. 
Thank you, Father Toby. And um, you promised to give out the number. So here it is. It's 01223 Please don't hesitate to call in and uh, challenge Father Toby this morning. In Christ alone my hope is found He is my light, my strength, my soul This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest drought and storm What heights of love, what depths of peace When fears are still and striving cease Comforter, my all and all. Here in the love of Christ, I stand. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless babe. This gift of love and righteousness Scorned by the ones He came to save Till on the cross as Jesus died The wrath of God was satisfied For every sin on Him was laid Here in the death of Christ I live Father Toby, we've got Alessio on the line and he has a question for you. Alessio, you're through to Father Toby. Hi, Father Toby. My question re- regards people who uh, from other um, creeds uh, and that's um, about you know, salvation for people of other religions. And I, I'm quoting from, from, the, from the Lumen Gentium that says, those also can attain salvation who through no fault of their own do not know the gospel of Christ or his church, yet sincerely seek God and moved by his grace, strive by their deeds to do his will, as it is known to them uh, through the dictates of conscience. So my question is, um, uh, how can they um, attain attain your salvation? And what happens um, if um, people who... Um, and no one have, have um, uh, heard about Christ and, uh, and you know the gospel of Christ. Like um, are they are they uh, uh, culpable? So um, I don't know if you can elaborate on that. Yeah. No, it's a really good good question. And, and in fact, um, we had on we were doing a recording for the the science and faith uh, program. Uh, last night, and one of the the panelists was Professor Stephen Bullivant, who is a, a sort of Catholic convert himself, and um, came to uh, came to the Catholic faith whilst uh, studying the the church's teaching on the salvation of of, of non Christians, um, and I and I think partly as a result decided that he better become a Christian. Um, yes. So the the. So what uh, what Lumen Gentium, um, uh, the the passage that you you quoted there has has sometimes sort of been pithily described by a, a description that that Karl Rahner gave of the idea of anonymous Christians, um, so those who sort of sincerely seek to to live according to what I think would call the dictates of the of the natural law in that they're trying to be good people. Um, but that they haven't sort of encountered sort of Christ either through, say, somebody in a in a place in the place in the in the world. Um, for example, there would be millions of of Japanese and, and and millions of of Chinese who have never heard anything of the good news about Jesus Christ, and so have no culpability whatsoever. Um, they couldn't in any way have been said to have rejected Jesus Christ because they've never heard of him 
to 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 reject them and so somebody who was seeking to to live according to 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 their to their conscience and really seeking to to be a good person and to behave in a in a moral way um that they could be what sort of rana um describes as a as an anonymous christian um and so i would say there is but the important thing is that they've they've never heard of christ and therefore haven't actively sort of rejected him and so i would say that there is far more like far greater likelihood of the the salvation of of the the buddhist um born a buddhist in china rather than the the western um person baptized a christian who then decides to become a, a buddhist i'd be sort of far more worried um for that person none nonetheless we can be conscious of the fact that there are sort of false visions of christ preached that there are visions of christ which which aren't very com compelling either perhaps because they make him out to be some sort of judgmental sort of tyrannical god or because they 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 make him out to be nothing nothing more than a nothing more than a more than a, a man and we're never sort of privy to the to the state of of somebody's soul and the and the reasons for for which the the gospel wasn't compelling to them um but we can never as as christians sort of rest happy in the in the fact that oh well this this person is a, an anonymous christian perhaps they'll be saved because yes. christian life isn't isn't just about um the afterlife but is also about living the joy of the gospel in this life and the transformative effect of the of the gospel in in this in this life and we should want somebody to know that joy and not just sort of be be clinging in the hope of of god's mercy that somehow after their their death he will bring them into the church and that's the final thing to to say perhaps you might have some other questions of what i've said but the, the church teaches all salvation um to even those who don't belong to the the body of christ by baptism yet nonetheless all salvation comes from christ through the church but the the, the graces um poured out through the church not all of them are are visible to us and so the person the person desiring to be good who hasn't heard of christ is nonetheless only desiring to be good because of the grace of christ yeah thank you i think does, that, does uh, that answer your question yeah yeah it does yes yes it does it, it clarifies the fact that it's far more dangerous you know to be a christian that is you know fascinated by uh other you know religions especially eastern like religions and uh decides you know to take you know the road rather than someone who is you know born and bred in that particular creed yeah and that's the very dangerous thing of that you hear a lot of um christians say in 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 this country like oh when when speaking with other people good uh, of other religions and they're trying that it comes from a, a good place of trying to be kind but you will often hear people say well it doesn't matter really what religion you are so long as you're a good person and that's not what jesus teaches jesus yeah, says in, i am sorry. the way the truth and the life no one can come to the father except through 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 me um and so we cannot ignore the, the centrality of christ for our for our salvation um and so all people who desire to be a good person should come to to christ who is the the source of all goodness yes it, it seems that um uh, amongst these anonymous you know christians and i'm not i think there's a lot to do with um media with you know media films and so on um there's a lot of uh um basically uh, uh pick and choose like you know syncretism so they like maybe karma you know they believe in karma or they believe in other you know bits and pieces from other like like religion and uh, they um they make the 
have you know their own like like you know religion uh, out of this uh, you know different you know base maybe even with you know Christianity. Yes, yes, no, that's very true. Thank you, thank you very much for your, for your right. question. God bless. All right, you thank you very much. Day. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much, Alessio, for calling. We also now have uh, Lena on the line, and she, Father Toby, would like to share an experience she once had with you. Lena, you're through to Father Toby. Hello, good morning, Father Toby. Good morning, Lena. Good to have you good on air. I, yes, I, this, I had an experience years ago when I used to go to church. I was a Eucharistic minister at that time. One Sunday morning, it was Sunday Mass, we had a feast store. She's a white nun, a white sister from the Order of the Holy Spirit. She was at the altar telling us about her order. And uh, I lowered my head and shut my eyes because I want to concentrate more on what she was saying. And then I did not hear her, so I look. And her face turned into charcoal black. She was saying something, but there were no sounds or or uh, sounds or uh, voice, but I know she was saying something. But it's all, the, and then the atmosphere becomes so eerie. Meaning, it's not normal. I look at the people in front of me; they were not moving. And I said, "What is this?" As I, I see, time was suspended. That's what I think. So I lowered my head and concentrated on Jesus. Then I look back. And then she, it was normal again, as we know it now, normal. She did it to some of the uh, priests, I know. I did not get any reply. What's your take on that? Uh, I, I would say, I, I, if, if, there were, if there was something useful in, in that ex experience that you felt brought you sort of closer to, to God, then I would say be... Be grateful for it if it's something that 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 alarmed you then i wouldn't i wouldn't worry too much about it i think a really Wait, important father, important line that you... okay well that's good me. that's good no, it did not alarm me but i just see oh, it's been bugging me ever since because i did not get any reply from some place i shared it with which but i, yeah, I don't know I think it's, it's a, a warning looks like it's a warning us, I don't know. So, what's your take on that? I'm open to all explanations. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not particularly experienced in sort of dealing with or sort of interpreting people who've had private, private revelations or or a, a particular mystical experience. So, I'm afraid I'm not going to be particularly useful on on sort of giving you a, a satisfactory explanation of 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 what is what has happened but if if in any experience there's something that that moves us towards Christ and sort of and uh and discourages us from sin and, and makes us want to bring others closer to Christ and to discourage them from from sin then there's a that's a good experience and and God is God is in that and and use that in your in your in your dealings with with others but i'm afraid i can't say sort of exactly what this experience um means so i'm sorry no, not baby. to be more help than that but thank yeah, you for calling okay. yeah that's okay thank you very much thank you lena thank for you. thank you thank for you calling in thank you so much you. Uh, we have another caller father toby we now have lynette on the line lynette you're through to father toby good morning father toby Good morning, Lynette. Good to hear from Good you. Thank you. Um, I've got a question which might um, need answering in fuller length in, in another programme, but it might not, so we'll see how it goes. So it's prompted by a letter you wrote that was published on the Radio Maria site on the 19th of October. And in the letter, you talk about... Um, disinterested love and you um that's preceded by where you talk about it can take a child a long time until they reach the point where they can love um with a disinterested love now 
I've come across that phrase occasionally before, and my response to that, or sort of my reaction, if you like, to it, is it sounds unfriendly. Um, it's not that I think your letter is unfriendly. It's that phrase always has a it has an odd emotional effect on me, and I um, I'd I'd like to understand what is meant by that phrase disinterested love a little it kind of intrigues me as well um and um so but yeah that's it really yeah i what i think um yeah, stretching my mind it's coming coming back to me the letter, the letter that i wrote but i think the the point that i was trying to make is that you know a, a child you know a very young child loves loves the mother because of what the mother does for the for the child um yeah. and doesn't sort of love the the mother for for their own sake or have any consideration of what does what what does the good of my mother consist in um mm -hmm. what would what would what would make what would make my mother truly happy the love is all about sort of i love this person because they give me that which is necessary for life because they satisfy my mm. demands and and that that's that's absolutely proper and right and the way that it that it should be hmm. uh, as a child grows a child has 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 to realize that actually my needs are not the only needs in the in the world hmm. and has to, and has to begin to to love the person not just because of what they do for me but because of who they are and sometimes that that loving them you know because of who who they are is you know is in part of us what is a response to the fact well i love them for who they are because of what because of what they do for me but now i become conscious that that my mother has has a has a has a life and has sort of hopes and and dreams and sometimes on a just the, the simplest level possible like you know I might want her to make me a cup of tea, but I'm also conscious of the fact that she might really love me to make her a cup of tea. And so I yeah. decide to do what she wants as opposed to love her because she does what I want. Mm. So that's what's meant by this, this sort of, this growth in, 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 in love and, and, and what I think is necessary between spouses as, as, as well, where I don't, my my love is my love for the other person is not conditional upon what they do for me um hmm. such, that, such that with a spouse if, if one if one of them sort of has a has a terrible accident accident and all of the the loving things which one spouse used to do for the other they're simply no longer capable of that hmm. the, the 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 spouse continues to to love to love the the other for for who they are and not simply for what they do for me. Hmm. Oh, that's helpful. Thank you. It's, it, it doesn't, it, it's, it's, um, it sounds friendly now. Um, Good. the act of disinterested love rather than, um, feeling like if, if you meet somebody whose uh, love is disinterested, there was something that felt unfriendly about it. I've, I'm, that's, that's packed it out a bit. Um, yeah. thank you very much. As a pleasure. And, it's probably not the best phrase on, on reflection. I would, I would probably look to sort of, you know, to speak maybe of something more like self selfless love that might, that might better convey um what I, what i was trying to express yes i think i think selfless love would bring up some other problems which we do need its own show yeah yeah it's okay so i i think um selflessness in itself yes would need i think that could be expanded upon in a helpful way anyway i'll i'll uh, love you and leave you there thank you very much for that okay thank Thanks. you very bye much bye. god bless and have bye a good bye. day and, uh, and i think now now might be a good time to to go to a another another piece of of music and uh thank you for all your calls and please please do keep them coming thank you lynette for calling and um to our listeners, the number is 01223375564, 01223375564. And this is Knowing You Jesus from Graham Kendrick. 
listening to Questions of Faith on Radio Maria. And Father Toby, we have received a recorded WhatsApp message from Sam, who is seven years old. Why does St. Martin de Porres have a large rosary on him? Okay, thanks very much for that uh, question, Sam. This is a a question I get asked uh, lots um, and uh, and it's very relevant that I get it asked lots because St. Martin de Porres was a, was a Dominican and so am I. And uh, the, the Dominicans um, were the uh, sort of original promoters of the, 
of the rosary. People people have prayed using sort of beads for for many many years before, but the uh, the rosary as we pray it now was a, a gift of Our Lady to to Saint Dominic, and so Dominicans started to wear a rosary um, on their on their belts, and. As you may know, sort of up until very recently, the rosary had 15 um, mysteries. So 15 sets of uh, decades, the, the five glorious mysteries, the five sorrowful and the five joyful. And so Dominicans wear, would wear like a, a 15 decade rosary um, around their, on, on their, on their belts um, so that they could pray all of those mysteries sort of in one go going the, the whole way around if they if they wanted to um and then under saint john paul ii he uh, added a, a further set of five mysteries the, the luminous um mysteries so if you wanted you could um in fact get a get a rosary that had 20 decades um on it but the reason i don't have a rosary that has 20 decades on it is because i'm not tall enough and if my rosary had 20 20 decades on it then i would it would be so long that i would constantly be tripping over it as i walk but that's the reason saint martin de porres when you see him on statues um has such a large rosary because it has um the 15 decades of the of of the um of the of the rosary on it not the normal five that the one hopefully you've got in your pocket right now um would have so i hope that answers answers your question and do do pray for the uh the intercession of saint martin de porres he's a really wonderful uh saint um uh, and an amazing man in fact he was very unusually he was one of three saints living in the in the in the same town who belonged to the Dominicans at the same time. There was also St. Rose of Lima um, and uh, San Juan Mathias. Um, so thank you very much for your, your question, Sam. We look forward to, to hearing from you again soon. Yes, thank you, Sam. Uh, Father Toby, we actually have Helena on the line with a follow-up question to uh, Sam's question. Helena, you're through to Father Toby. Hi, Father Toby. Hi, Helena. Has the Dominican rosary with what you wear, has that been updated now? I may have missed that answer to being with the luminous mystery beads. What you say? You can, you can get a, a 20 decade rosary if you want. As I said, I'm not tall enough. Um, and, therefore, <laughs> and therefore most Dominicans aren't tall enough because I'm one of the taller ones. I'm not massive, but I'm not short either. Um, but simply I would just trip over it if I had a, 20, 20, 20 decades or always be sitting on it. So I just have 15, but um, but I, I do pray the, the luminous mysteries and find them very beautiful. Oh, can I ask, can I ask a talk? The, the rosary, so I think your rosary beads also, like they move, don't, don't they? Like you can, like like little, you can, oop, that one's done, that one's done. Is that right? Uh, on my particular rosary, they happen to, but that's not a particularly... Dominican thing. That's just whoever's whoever's made the the, the rosary. Ah, um. well, I'll just share. I love so uh, the rosary I use. Uh, also, it moves a little bit. It's a very tight made rosary. Um, but over time, because of uh, you know, while you're praying the one Hail Mary, you might rub it around or move it a little bit. So now it like kind of moves along, and I find that so lovely to. Maybe it's the fidget in me that needs to fidget around. But my boys also like it. Uh, well, they made when we made it in children's liturgy a little rosary. Theirs kind of moved a bit, but they 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 really like it that they can move it during. So their little their little anxious energy hands are able to be put to use as well as their mind and their voice when praying by with this lovely movable rosary bead. So families, if you need help with the children that need to fidget with rosaries, uh, the beads move, and I, that's my suggestion. <laughs> Thank you, Father yeah, Toby. I, oh, my pleasure. I think I think that is nice, actually, and probably to, to my shame, I, I used an abacus before I uh, prayed with the rosary. But yeah, there's something there's something of the moving the the, the beads um, that is that is very satisfying in the same way that uh, that I used to love my love my abacus. 
when I was younger. <laughs> I had a calculator when I was younger. <laughs> but we come from different times. <laughs> well, the calculators did exist when I was younger. I'm, I'm oh, not oh, that. I'm oh, not okay. that. I'm not that old that we were. That sort of an abacus was used in maths classes when I was when I was young. But nonetheless, um, I, I had one. God bless, Father Jimmy. God bless. Thank you, Helena, for your call. Just a reminder of the number. It's 01223375564. We might have time for one more live question. Uh, many apologies if you called in earlier. Uh, we did lose a couple of calls. We're having issues with our phone system. But I think it's sorted. If you um, weren't able to get through today, please do call in next Friday at 11am. I've received a... Um, an email, Father Toby, and it's been sent to our questions email. So it's a good moment to tell everyone throughout the week, you can email questions at radiomariaengland.uk. And the question comes today from Sarah. She says, many years ago, I studied philosophy. And one of the ideas we explored was that there is an opposite for everything. Happy, sad, good, evil, hot, cold, dry, wet, etc. In the case of good and evil, once Jesus returns and conquers evil and defeats the devil, will evil exist and will it be possible to commit sin or do evil acts? Presumably we will still have free will, so presumably the option to choose evil will still exist. If so, will we then go to hell or purgatory? If evil is defeated and is no longer an option, will we still have free will? Over to you, Father Toby. Thank you very much for that uh, question, Sarah. There's a, you know, it's a, a big and really important question. The, 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 the sort of the world view or the philosophical view that, that you're describing there with these sort of pairs of opposite, sad, happy, good, evil, hot, cold, dry, wet, well, ill, um, is what we can call a, a, a dualist um view of the the world and it's been a, a very sort of popular one um it's one that says saint augustine used to subscribe to before he became a, a christian and and one in fact that in a certain way the dominican order arose in order to sort of refute and there was an idea with manichaeism and uh, saint augustine was a manichae or with the the cathars um, which was the sect that St. Dominic came across when he was uh, walking through southern France that said there's a good God who made the the, the spiritual world and uh, and there's a sort of bad God who made the the material the material world and all, all the sort of cre created ma matter and in, and in a similar way um, Carl Carl Jung he said that there was a sort of a, a good a, a principle a principle of good and a, and a principle of of evil and carl jung used to be very good friends with a, a dominican um theologian and philosopher called uh, victor victor white and and it was one of the things they had a big falling out um over because white had sort of implored jung not to sort of publish and and go public with this idea of a, of a principle of evil and the and the catholic church following on from from saint or from saint augustine who i think first developed the idea of evil as a as a in catholic theology as the privation of the good so evil is not so much a, a thing or a principle but rather as the as the absence um, of of good, and so how might we sort of think about that in practice? Well, in, and in terms of the pairs that that you've you've given, um, well, when we speak about sort of being healthy or ill or well or ill, the illness is not so much a thing in itself, but the absence of of good of good health. Um, that being cold is is not so much um, a, a reality in itself, but is the absence of of being warm, and in the in the same way, evil is not a principle in and of its in and of itself, but is the is the absence of 
of something that that should should be there but isn't and so in the in the moral life um the way that that will often manifest itself is is the is the sort of the failure to choose that which is which is truly which is truly truly good and so i choose that which is that which is less than good and that is and that is evil um and it normally happens people don't normally choose to do evil things because they're malicious and want to do something evil but rather they're mistaken about what the truly good thing to do is and we can see that when we look at our, our at our own lives that very often we make sort of short term uh decisions um and that can be sort of as like say in the in in the person who who you know what wants to wants to lose lose weight um and they sort of choose to have the the um the massive slice of cake that's in front of them right now because they see the cake as good right now even though the cake right now isn't compatible with their long-term desire and their bigger desire to 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 lose to lose weight so people don't tend to choose the bad thing because they think it's bad but they choose it because they've sort of misapprehended um what is actually really truly good in the present moment and so in this way when we think about freedom sometimes sometimes we conceive of of freedom or we think that 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 it's necessary to the idea of freedom that i be able to choose that which is that which is bad um but rather i i would say that true freedom is in being able to see that which is truly good and and to, and to choose it um and so with the idea of will there be free will in in heaven I say in heaven i will see god as he as he truly as he truly is um and so i there won't be any misapprehension of of what is of what is truly good that i would just keep choosing god and 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 his and his will again and again and uh, and it, and again um and so i won't be less free in heaven um by no longer sort of being capable of of choosing evil but rather i'll be more free because god gives us freedom um for the sake of of choosing him in love our freedom is not in order that we might turn from god but our freedom is in order that we we might choose and love god freely and we can see how that works a bit in the way that that we know that that you can't coerce love um if somebody said you must uh love me uh, we would find that a a very strange statement and a difficult start to to loving someone and so freedom is a is a gift because it it allows us to to sort of go to god in in recognition of his goodness rather than because it's been being being coerced um now one other thing which sort of gets sort of tricky is the idea of well if um if evil is a is an absence doesn't the catholic church teach that the devil exists and the devil does exist and the catholic church does teach that but we can see the devil as somebody who for for all time chose against god and so that choice um of the less than good um that choice against that which is truly good the the choice of of, of pride um of self determination that the, the the devil takes means that he's exists existent um that the devil is is real but that he's not some principle of evil but rather rather an an absence um of what he could have been um and the the church teaches that that all the angels um at the moment of their coming into 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 being have this choice to make for god um or against against god we have the 
the the capacity for for change which means that we can grow closer to god or we can also go away from god and so in that way we're we're different from the angels but thank you for a really great question sarah and i hope that's um that's helpful in in some way um and if it's not let me know and uh, have a better go at answering it another time um so thank i think that brings us to a to a close for today because very shortly we will go to uh mass at, at walsingham thank you very much for such a, a great set of questions and for all those who've who've phoned in um please do keep the the questions coming in as elizabeth said the the email address especially for for questions for this program is questions at radio maria england dot uk that's questions at radio maria england dot uk and so i shall just finish with a a prayer and i want to pray for for all our all our callers all our questioners uh today um that something in in what i've said might help lead them and 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 all those they they love and they come into contact with into into the fullness of life in christ to help them choose choose good again and again and again and come to know the the happiness of the of the source of all goodness that is jesus christ and we ask his his blessed mother's sort of intercession the one who said yes to the lord as we pray hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. <laughs>